How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This I have been very excited for. So joining me now to talk a little bit of Sixers, he has a wonderful podcast, Sixers podcast. It's called You Know Ball, and he is the host. He goes by Trill Bro Dude. Trill, what is up, my good man? What's up, Vince? You know, I'm just enjoying uh, the Sixers' four-game losing streak over here, trying not to lose my mind. Uh, well, I mean, how do you handle that four-game streak? Because obviously, like, all these guys are out. I mean, is, is it really bothering you that much? Uh, I mean, overall, no. I feel like I've been – I feel like – I mean, I know you're a big Eagles guy. I'm a big Eagles guy. And I've had to reprogram my brain not to overreact to every single loss because <laughs> I just feel like – Especially when guys are missing, obviously Joel's out right now. You can't take everything like it's a big loss. And early in the season, the good thing about the Eastern Conference this year is that like there's a ton of good teams, so that it kind of spreads it out. Like the Sixers are still only like two and a half games back from first place right now, and you've seen some positive things from the young guys over the last week or so to make me feel like in the long run that we'll be totally fine. And that's the thing, right? I mean, when you look at the young guys, especially Maxi, right? I mean, my God, man. Maxi's unbelievable. Like, how did this kid I, – because I, I thought he was going to be good, but he's really good. Yeah, I mean, when I was leading up to the 2020 draft, he was – I did, like, a big board on Twitter, which I, I know a lot of people that follow the draft on draft Twitter specifically, and they told me – so much good stuff about a few guys. And Tyrese Maxey was literally number one on my board. And I thought that there was no chance that he could have fell to the Sixers at 21. And then obviously we saw some flashes last year where we were like, wow, this he could be, you know, a starter level player in year two. He could maybe have some, some decent upside. Like I'm telling you right now, this guy's a future multiple time all-star. Like just based on what I've seen, the progress that he's made in like, it's only been a calendar year since this kid's been drafted and he's already like making the scoring leap. The shooting's looking great. The sp- he is just putting in the work and he's developing so, so quickly that it's just, it's, it's actually unbelievable. Yeah. It's, it, and you know what the other thing is with him, Trill is he's so much fun to watch. He's just yep. like such a bouncy electric, exciting. He's got a great smile. He's got an excellent <laughs> smile. You know, like it's just, he's fun to watch. Yeah, I call him Live, Laugh, Love Jimmy Butler. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got such a positive energy about him, but he also is one of those guys that's going to grind every game. He's like, I mean, dude, how many games now has he played over 40 minutes this season? Three, four? Oh like this last week, he's he, he had back-to-back games where he played for over 40 minutes because they needed him to, and he didn't complain at all. The team literally sent him home 
because they were like, you got to take the day off, dude. Like he, he was there the next morning after playing back-to-back games with over 40 minutes in both. And he's just every single day putting in the work and just wanting to get better every day. And that's a very welcome sign here in Philadelphia because we've not had that a lot with the Sixers recently, as you know. Yeah, I mean, the Sixers are just such a chaotic mess. And to see Maxi come out of this thing when it was all this uncertainty, because you think he could be the starting point guard in time, but to to just grab the role the way that he has. I mean, yeah, you, you talk about multiple All-Stars, and I'm totally with you. And I guess for the people who, like, trying to think about what he's going to be, what he can be, is there a player in your head of, like, five years down the line he looks kind of like this guy? That's the thing is that he, he doesn't have, like, an exact comp that I can make. It, it, it's really hard. But, like, there's elements of different players' games in his game, I think. Like, I mean, I, I wouldn't go as far to say, like, he is on the level of Allen Iverson, but there's definitely a little bit of Iverson in this game. There's a little bit of like contemporary players. You want to talk about like a little bit of almost like from a driving standpoint, a little bit of Bradley Beal, a little bit of, I I wouldn't even go this far, but Kyle Lowry kind of, but, and maybe if De'Aaron Fox wasn't like an ex, as explosive and of an athlete, there's a little bit of his game too in there. And then John Moran as well. But like, the thing with Maxi is that like he's such a unique player, but you've seen him make the strides in the department of his game where you need him to get better to be that all-star level player. Like the amount of work that he spends on his shot, the amount of work that he he just spends on his defense and the weak points of his game will make him so well-rounded that like I don't even know if there's like a direct comp that you can make in the NBA but like there are just like a bunch of basically think of like every undersized scoring guard from the past 10 to 15 years and he's got a little bit of like everyone in his game yeah and and the fans love I mean just to see the way that he's got this bond with the city already is like such a Sixers thing it just in general but it's so much fun to see. So, like, I'm loving everything with Maxi right now. And, again, with all the losses, four straight losses, it sucks. But seeing him play like this is, is just such a great long-term thing. Is there anything else that, like, uh, whether it's the four games or really over the course of this whole season, because you've got the Embiid stuff and Curry's out and Tobias is missing games, all these different guys. Uh, anything else, like, really sticking with you for the long-term? Any, any growth stuff? Like, what do you like so far? Well, I just think in general, the way that Daryl Morey has built the depth of this team, like you're starting to see the holes of that now, just because you don't have Embiid. And Embiid and Seibel, especially on the defensive end, can cover up a lot of the holes. Like Maxi even said it in his post-game conference tonight. He basically said, uh, you know, when you make a mistake, if you, if you get a guy that blows by you, Seibel's there to clean up on the weak side or you have Joel protecting the rim behind you and and making it so that they can clean up all that stuff. But right now, like I think once you plug Joel back in there, the the positive things that we can look at from the first few weeks is like George Niang is a massive upgrade over Mike's the Mike Scott position. Uh, Andre Drummond, even though he struggled tonight is a massive upgrade over the Dwight Howard position. So you're looking at a team that has a little bit more depth and then they're doing all of this without a max player in Ben Simmons, who is nowhere to be found right now. And they're still getting a lot of production out of these younger guys, especially when Joel plays because their jobs aren't quite as hard when Joel plays, but like, you know, Korkmaz, Shake, all everyone essentially 
has just done a great job of, you know, taking their shot creation to the next level. So, like, Korkmaz has become better as a driver and a passer. Shake uh, has become better as a passer this year. So you're hoping that once Joel can come back, then basically everyone can get knocked down the totem pole and their jobs become easier. And it basically makes it so that everyone can, you know, kind of flourish together as a team. Because this year, the one thing that I think I've noticed the most without Ben Simmons is, you know, since they don't really have Ben to rely on, because they they used to kind of fall back on his, uh, his open court transition playmaking a lot, it's forced other guys to kind of step into bigger roles and it's the ball movement has been fantastic this year. It was, it was not great tonight, but overall the ball movement has clearly been an emphasis of this team. And it just feels like they kind of want to all play together. Like the vibes are very, very good right now. And they seem to kind of be bouncing off each other, even with this four game losing streak, like they're competing against some of the best teams in the NBA without an MVP candidate. And uh, can I just get all your positive vibes and throw something horribly negative into all of this? Because uh, <laughs> the, the, the thing that's on my mind is, is talking about Embiid. The fact that he's got COVID scares the crap out of me. Like, of course. I, I, right? Like, just a guy of that size. And, and it, all the conditioning problems over the years, how long it takes him to really get going and get into that shape and play all the minutes you want him to play. Like, the, the fact that he's got COVID could be awful for him. You know, it's like, it's, oh, it's yeah. just scary, man. Yeah, I mean, you saw last year with some guys coming back. As Jason Tatum was the big one in Boston. Oh, yeah. Where when he came back, he was saying that, you know, he wasn't right. Uh, like, even like, I mean, you've seen Tobias Harris now play back-to-back games. I, I don't know if he played over 40 minutes tonight, but he played over 40 minutes in the last game, or he played close to 40 minutes. And, like, you could tell by the end of the game that he was winded. And Tobias is a guy that two years ago, he led the NBA in minutes. So it's not like these guys are not used to having – a ton of high minutes, high usage type role, and they're coming back and they're struggling to kind of get get back into the shape that they were in. Like Tatum last year, I think you're going to start to see it a lot more this year. The, the, I, obviously, the, the thing I'm most worried about is just Joel's health in general. Like, I mean, Joel obviously, uh, you know, has had not beyond just like like body injuries and stuff. He's had stomach issues and stuff like that. I just hope that he's like able to get right and that he can kind of slowly ease himself back in. I don't want him to rush back, but like the only way to play yourself into shape in the NBA is to actually play the games. And it's really going to be tough for him when he gets back because they're going to need to rely a lot on him without Ben Simmons right now with the fact that, you know, the team's on a, on a losing streak right now. And it's possible that by the time he gets back, they'll be 500. They'll probably be eight and eight is my guess. They're eight and six right now. They'll probably lose the next two. He'll probably come back the game after that. And I just don't want, I know Joel thinks that he needs to do everything, but I just want him to ease back in because I I'm incredibly concerned just about, you know, his, his overall well-being, And I just hope that uh, he looks at it as more of a long-term thing and, and not to push himself. Yeah. So we're talking with Trill bro dude, and he has the awesome, amazing Sixers podcast, you know, ball. Now Trill, here's the thing is uh, I would figure helps on the way just because I don't know if you know this, Tonight was the showcase game. You get Karis LeVert. You get Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, aren't you just dying to trade Ben Simmons for those guys, Trill? So I was open to that idea. Unfortunately, Malcolm Brogdon just signed an extension, so he will not be able to be traded this season. Criminal. I, I cannot actually sit through an entire season of this, or I will actually lose my mind. So 
we might have to pivot to some other targets. Um, I was open to the Brogdon Levert thing. I, the only packages that I've been, I've been even somewhat tempted by so far were those two. And then the CJ McCollum package that was rumored, just because I think that CJ would add an element of shot creation, pull up shooting, just a perimeter guard who can kind of initiate your offense and, and eat innings, especially in the regular season. Uh, but now with Maxi's emergence and then you have Steph Curry, like I do think that they might look like, I don't really know what Daryl Morey's thinking. Like Daryl Morey could just be thinking, you know what, we're going to wait until the trade market changes. We're going to wait until a star is available. What I don't know what he's thinking, but the, the ideas that have been floated out over the last week have essentially been, will the Sixers pivot from looking for guard help? Because now you have Maxi, Seth, Shake, Cork Moss, like, you can figure out the guard shot creation equity in some way. Do you now pivot to a two-way? It's easy to say. Oh, we just want a two-way scoring wing who plays defense <laughs> and can shoot well. Yeah, yeah well, they're just around. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I guess, that's the kind of player that they're going to target now. Is like someone who might be a little bit bigger, maybe someone in the Tobias mold, but someone that can also play with Tobias and can kind of, you know, you can also initiate some offense. Through. Well, do you buy the Jalen Brown thing at all? Is that even like real? I don't. Um, I would love Jalen Brown on the Sixers. I think he would be a fantastic fit. I when when that rumor came out, I was absolutely thrilled, especially because I got to just make fun of all my Celtics fans uh, friends on Twitter. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I just think that if the Celtics were to trade for Ben Simmons, they would try to lowball and they would try to send a Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, like a lower tiered players package because I don't think that they would I think if if they were able to get Ben Simmons and Ben Simmons didn't play on the Sixers and Jalen Brown didn't solve most of the Sixers issues that they would they would consider that like if if uh he played on the Minnesota Timberwolves sure maybe they'd be interested in trading Jalen Brown for Ben Simmons but you're really taking a huge risk there in that you're trading for a player who has had in Ben Simmons that has struggled in the playoffs and you're trading a player in Jalen Brown who has proven to actually be pretty successful in the playoffs and you're trading him to basically your main rival. So I don't think that is real. And if it were, I think the Sixers would have to give more. And I think that maybe Boston would be targeting some sort of package around Simmons, Maxi, and picks. And Daryl Morey has said he's not going to do any package like that unless they're getting an all-NBA level player back. And he's like an all-star level player. Very good player, but like not a top 10, top 15 guy. More like a top 25, top 30 guy. Yeah, and uh, we've been talking with Trill Bro Dude, who has the wonderful Sixers podcast called You Know Ball. And uh, Trill, I know you got a big event coming up this week. What's going on? That's right. We will be at the Henry James Saloon in Roxborough. If you're not familiar, it's right near um, Del Sandro's cheesesteaks. Uh, basically, we're just going to be talking during the Nuggets Sixers game at 9 p.m. on November 18th. That's this upcoming Thursday. And yeah, so we're just going to be hanging out, live streaming, talking. If you have any Sixers takes you want to spit, come out, talk into the mic. We're just going to be hanging out, drinking beers, and having fun. Yeah, and uh, I'll be there. So I'll see you there on Thursday. Let's go. I, I need to hear hear more of your your fiery hot takes. So I'm excited. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been spitting them like crazy. It's it's been a mess tonight. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, you, like I said, you're an Eagles guy. The NFL and the NBA are different. 
the NBA, you just, it's a marathon, you know, you just gotta, you gotta take it a little bit easier. You gotta, you gotta just, you know, roll with the punches. The NFL, like every week literally changes your season. So I'm trying to take the, the long haul approach instead of taking the approach that I usually take, which drives me insane. Yeah. It, it drives all of us crazy. So Trill, always appreciate it, man. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Ben. Right, see ya. How powerful is Cox internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.